Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Solid information. The top of the hour means it's time for a dirt alert. An up to the minute look at what's going on in the world of entertainment on My Talk 1071. Tell us some behind the scenes stuff. Give us the dirt. Harrison Ford might finally be joining the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, The word is that he's been tapped to play General Thaddeus Thunderbolt Ross in some upcoming films. Um, That role was played by William Hurt up till now, but he passed away uh, this March. So it's still unofficial, but several sources claim that he's going to play that role. Uh, Mr. Thunderbolt. I kind of love that name. <laughs> yeah, no That's kidding. Cool. Hey. Um, so he's going to play this character in Captain America New World Order um, and then Thunderbolts, mm. where he oversees an anti-hero team, sort of like Suicide Squad. Is so he, Is he a good, buy, good guy or a bad guy? I always get it confused. I don't um, know. He's- He's a good guy, I believe. Yeah, yeah he's a good guy because <laughs> no he becomes <laughs> no, no. He becomes Red Hulk. Oh, oh, okay. So, and then they all go forth and do good. Yes. Now, the there's no word if they're going to go into a Red Hulk movie. You know, they n- might not open that up to the franchise, but this is the origins of of uh, Red Hulk. Thank you. No problem. <laughs> I love I love that we're just here together today. Bradley walked by and he's like, "What's going on in there?" And we're just don't, we're don't doing it. Don't worry about it. Just don't worry about it. <laughs> don't you worry about it. Okay. Um, Seth Green spoke out uh, on a it's a YouTube show called Good Mythical Morning. Pretty Good. popular. Good Mythical and, Morning. Yes. Now Seth Green was a child actor. If you don't know, um, you might know him just as in a, his adult appearances, uh, um, like. Um, Oh, shoot. What's that called? I sound like my mom. <laughs> oh, that one movie with that one guy. Yeah. Austin Powers. Oh, right. Okay. Baby. That's right. <laughs> um, and they asked, who was the rudest celebrity you've ever met? <gasps> oh, I want to know. He says what everybody else is saying recently. No. Bill Murray. No. He this said that he was the grouchiest celebrity he ever encountered. He was nine years old. Bill Murray. To a kid? He was rude to a kid? He picked him up and put him in a trash can. Oh, I can't. On the set of NSL. NSL. SNL. SNL. Well. NSL. What would that be? Not not safe for living. Told you. Told you, folks. No rules today. All right. You know what? I'm going to end it there. That's That's probably good. Uh, More stories like this on our app at (laughs) mytalk1071.com. Juicy. Dirt Alert updates at the top of every hour. Plus, get extended Dirt Alerts at 820, 1220, and 520. All right, right, thanks. Thanks for letting us know. On My Talk 1071, where talk is fun.
Looks like I'm learning the hard way again It's all my fault Yeah, I dropped the ball You're gone and I'm gone Three seats through the wind Thinking about all I've wasted on you Two of the Donna and Steve experience here on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. So glad you're with us, listening to us live over the air, perhaps, or maybe you're going to pick up one of the podcasts later. So, as Rocco famously says, hello, listeners of the future. Future, yeah. future. Get future. that My Talk app, too, if you haven't downloaded that. It is great. And yes. you can get your listener rewards on there. I'll tell you more about that a little bit later. But okay. anyway, Donna and Steve aren't here. And, and we're sending Donna happy thoughts. She's out today because she's got to take uh, her dog, Buddy, to the vet. Uh, and so we're hoping that that all has a good resolution. And we're sending her positive vibes. And, you know, we just talked to Steve last hour. He's out uh, filming Ring Nation with Wanda Sykes. And you can watch Ring Nation on 45 TV, 930 on Saturdays in the evening. So... And Steve will be back eventually. I, I just have to, I don't know. For, How long has it been? Uh, is this, this is the second week. This or the is we're third entering week two of oh. his three week um, sabbatical. Yeah, whatever. Uh, so here I am, and I'm just going to keep coming back until I show up and he's here. So that's my plan. Uh, but let's do some music news. Yeah. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music with Donna Valentine Yee-haw! and. Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This is the beat. And Maddie B from TV and Don McLean apparently yeah. today. <laughs> I don't even. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, hey, Billie Eilish, you put this uh, on the the two talk about list today. Yes. Um, and I, this was uh, interesting to me. She's going for an older guy, huh? She is. Um, and it's not. Some people are saying it's inappropriate. Well, it's, you know, I, mm, I have feelings, but I'll let you go. Okay, let's just see the facts here. Just the facts, uh, man. All right, The Neighborhood, that is a band. Mm-hmm. I sound old, but I'm not familiar with them. <laughs> Probably an indie band. Mm-hmm. Jesse Rutherford is the lead singer, and uh, she's dating him. They've been seen out. She's not publicly saying she's dating him. Okay. But they were seen on Friday night in L.A., um, at this horror nights thing uh, at Universal Studios, okay. so it's like a Halloween thing. Mm. Thing they were holding hands. Somebody on TikTok posted a video of them. It's hard to tell that it's actually them. You can see their outfits, but the thing that gives it away is that on each of their individual Instagrams, they posted pictures. And they were wearing these outfits. Uh, Does that make sense? Yes, so you're you can like, match oh, it up. That's the same hoodie. That's the same hat. Yep. So um, she also was seen uh, that night out with her brother, Phineas. So it was a whole group of people. And the thing that people find inappropriate. So she's 20 and he's 31. Okay. 11 years difference. I find that. You know, here we are to judge everybody's age difference. Well, I love how we're like, oh, it's too, yeah. it's creepy if it's a guy who's, you know, like Billy Ray Cyrus dating a 23-year-old, that's gross to me. Mm-hmm, you know, he's 61. Mm-hmm, Come mm-hmm. on. They're older. That's younger than your daughters. Um, but this guy's 31. She's 20. I think the reason why people are say it's inappropriate is because they've known each other since she was underage. Oh. So he has pictures of her, uh, of both of them when she's 15. 
together, get, hanging out together, hanging out together, but just as friends, even because, platonically, right? Yeah. Because I believe he's a friend of just you know the family or her, well, you know, brother. It, what is that? How is that different than if you're your childhood sweethearts? Who best friends who end up falling in love and getting together later in life, you know? I Maybe mean, because they would be the same age. Yeah, that's and, true. They and, and so this guy was 26 and she was 15. But they weren't dating. It's just a right. picture together. Yeah. So it proves that they knew each other. And, you know, you, some people that are creepy who are probably already creepy are thinking, <laughs> oh, you were, you were lusting about her whenever she was 15 which can't know? be the case I mean, it, it doesn't have to be the case yeah you know i i don't know i think it's a hullabaloo about I, nothing. Th- I i believe i believe i personally believe i believe children are our future um i feel like I, i'm old, i'm eight years older than kyle so you know i think this age difference thing so Anyone who has a significant age spread in their relationship is going to be able to, you can go back. I mean, I'm sure I was graduating high school or something and Kyle was in, you know, whatever grade. You know, And it sounds awkward or strange. But I feel like um, sometimes the age gap works in a relationship depending on how you are personally, your personality and how, how mm-hmm. you, you live your life. And if you two are compatible in that way and sometimes it won't. And I just, I, I don't. I don't know. It is hard because where do you draw the line? Because then, like you mentioned, Don, yeah. you have these like last week much I was older gentlemen, Billy Ray Cyrus. <laughs> yes, and then you know you've got a much, much, much decades younger person. But um, I don't know. Yeah, definitely something that people are going to talk about today. And that is for sure. Yeah, and it doesn't. You know, the guy has his own career, so he doesn't have. It's not like okay, he's just not trying to ride her coattails. Right. It's not like um, like a. Th- 30-year-old woman dating an 80-year-old millionaire, mm-hmm. you know? He, it, try, you know, you're like, well, you probably just want his money. You know, it's right, not right, that situation. Right, 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 so right. Let, just, you know, let them do their thing. We'll see what happens. I mean, because they haven't said that they are official themselves yet, so we'll right. have to see how that plays out. Um, I tease this one. we got to talk about it. Uh, the the uh, K-pop band BTS, the boy band, They are not. There were some questions about whether because they're so successful and so famous, whether they were going to be able to skirt their mandatory South Korean military duties Mm. because of their artistic accomplishments. But uh, apparently that is not the case. Uh, So they're going to have to serve that time. Uh, They say they plan to serve in the military uh, it is a it is a it is a requirement of of folks in South Korea, and it looks like they're gonna they're gonna have to do it. Isn't that interesting? I can't imagine them being part of the military for Maybe some reason. Maybe they'll do some really put together some um, great flash Formations. mob dances. You know, <laughs> I, know. I mean, honestly, they're Not such to... good dancers. I know. I would be so excited if I were in the military with any of those guys. Mm-hmm. You know. I mean, how they are really as people, but I would just expect them to lead us in song, you know, before we go to sleep Absolutely, or something. You know, Sing me a lullaby. Wake you up then with the for breakfast and with a <laughs> nice song. Popping and locking. Yeah. <laughs> no, and I feel, right, yeah. Smooth like butter. I think that um, it, it, we said here that the, that the oldest member of the group, Jin, uh, was kind of fighting this and, and has just... Uh, Stop that and will take the required you know steps to do this. And the six other members have, have said that they plan to do it. Um, yeah. So they've been talking about taking a break. Mm-hmm. And people thought they were going to split up. But this is probably why. 
They should all just do it at the same time. Get it done. Like, yeah, fulfill together, the requirement. You're so not going to get around this. Exactly. Know? So I think they do this in France as well. Mm-hmm. And it says, and it, they've already said basically what you're talking about, Don, is they're looking forward to reconvening as a group again, maybe around 2025. But um, gosh, what are we going to do for those little pick-me-up songs in the meantime, you know? Maybe they can still <laughs> record and be in the military. <laughs> like, wow. I'm out on leave. Let's all get our leave time in one weekend and put together They're gonna go a music go bang out video. an album, and then oh, that would be great. I mean, <laughs> they could send each other their parts, you know, over text and say, this is my harmony, and then yeah. just, you know, I people With- have recorded stuff from jail. With Zoom, anything is possible. We've yeah. all learned. If we've learned anything, people, through the pandemic. That's right. Oh, goodness gracious. Well, listen, that was good, huh? Yeah. I'm just trying. Was. I'm trying to trying to bring it here today. Appreciate uh, everybody. How the sound? You want to do it? Yeah. Okay, I don't want to be too late out of the break. but um, oh, that's fine. So Harry Styles got <laughs> whacked in the crotch with a bottle, and we have sound of this. Listen to what happens. Yeah. Here <laughs> we go. Actually, they added a sound effect, so oh, you can for tell the moment. when it happened, but yeah. it's pretty funny. He handles it. Listen. <laughs> Oh, that's unfortunate. (laughs) Okay, shake it off. Shake it off. Anyway, for the rest of the show. (laughs) I love, I love, you gotta, you gotta just, you just gotta roll with it. You know, you can't get all bent out of shape. Apparently somebody in the audience threw a bottle at him and it just nailed him right in the special area. Yeah. (laughs) Right in the, what is it? uh, Crown jewels. What did she call it? Donna called it last week. I call it the, the Jimmy John. Oh, whatever. Because the Jimmys are that and the John is that. So you just got to handle it like a pro, right? And that is what we are doing today with, uh, the Donna and Steve experience without Donna or Steve. And Don McClain has my back. I'm Maddie B from TV. Glad you're with us. Coming up next here on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Where did the grid go on my computer? I need to find it. What do I have in there? Oh, we're doing food next. Yes. How about some crazy Mountain Dew flavors? Or, okay. Um, and I have a follow-up to the Curter Burger that Culver's Care is doing. Burger. Yeah, I'm gonna, you're not going to believe what I have to tell you about that and what mm. happened in Wisconsin. It's coming up next. My Talk 1071. Welcome back, everybody, to the Donna and Steve experience on this chilly Monday morning. It is cold. It is. It's in. The- you know what's weird? What? You know what I hate? Why well, you know what I hate? <laughs> Sometimes I don't notice how cold it is in the morning because I'm barely awake. Yeah. And then I come outside during, you know, whenever I leave, whatever time, one o'clock, mm-hmm. and I'm like, whoa, it's really cold. Yes, and it and it is cold today. You're going to have to, like, step up the coat level to, mm. like, the next warmest one uh, heading out today, because it, and the wind is, is cutting right through you, too. So, glad you're with us, everybody, uh, for uh, My Tuck 1071 Everything Entertainment. That's Don McClain, producer extraordinaire, Hello. helping to keep this train on the tracks. I am Matt Belanger from 5 Eyewitness News, and yeah, Don and Steve aren't here. Uh, they have... Uh, respective reasons. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. For their days off, Donna should be back tomorrow and Steve's coming back in sometime in the year 2025. So we'll look forward to that. <laughs> With BTS. With BTS. When they return Once he's from the military. <laughs> military surface. <laughs> but in the meantime, we're going to talk a little food news. Yes. Oh. Welcome to Donna and Steve's. Can I interest you in some food news today? Yummy! Okay, uh, in the television news business, we call this a follow-up. I'm going to give you a follow-up. Remember last week we talked about the Curter Burger? Yes! Culver's is... So basically, Culver's did this as a... It was like April Fool's. It was just a gag. They like tweeted out a giant, you know, uh, block of, of cheese curds that would imagine if that like chunk of cheese curds was like breaded and deep fried and then put <laughs> yeah. on a bun. They tweeted that as like a joke and mm. people were like, no, we really want this. And so they made a Curter burger. Oh my gosh. I didn't know it started out as a joke. It did. It was, it was totally a joke. And then the company was like, wait a minute, maybe we're onto something. <laughs> so, but in the joke version, it was literally just bun, deep fried cheese curd, hockey puck uh-huh. and then another bun <laughs> oh. but, but so this became a sandwich so it has you know the beef patty on there okay. and then this it's i don't know I, I cannot describe hockey this is the state of hockey people know what a hockey puck is i mean that's literally kind of what it is maybe a little thinner uh but it's like a bunch of curds that are, are mashed up into a hockey puck like disc and then breaded and deep fried. I don't Delicious. know. I, I literally don't know how else to describe it with theater of the mind. And um, they so, slap that on a burger and then it's called a Curter Burger. So are each of the individual blobs of cheese, the no. curds, are they deep fried and then refried into oh, a God. puck? Is it we, double fried? Are we going right to the emergency room? Uh, <laughs> are we stopping somewhere out of Culver's on the way? Okay. I, I think it's just the, the squeaky cheese curds. They take all the curds and mash them together and yeah, then deep then fry that. bread it and fry that. It makes like a curd patty, yeah. if you will. But mm-hmm. it's, it's fried and it's hot, so it's ooey gooey. Listen, oh. probably not a shock, but... Um, they they had these, and I think they're back through the end of the month. So you still have time to get a Curter Burger. <laughs> I, if you say it fast, it's it, I don't, a Curter Burger. It, it almost sounds like Critter Burger, and that's something burger. else, and I don't even want to go down that Critter road. Burgers. A Critter Burger. That's what Kenny eats in the country. <laughs> but Jeffrey Dahmer ate. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, um, so, yes, these Curter Burgers here, they blew... Wisconsin loves their cheese curds, and they... Wisconsinites collectively <gasps> bought more Curter Burgers than any other state. Oh, to date. bless their hearts. Bless their hearts. <laughs> yeah, they, I mean, hey, it's their claim to fame, right? And they are they are getting to Culver's and ordering these. Oh, where's the bell? Hold on. Bing, yeah. There you go. Um, yeah, so these things are flying off the shelves, if you will. Uh, <laughs> right off the grills. Right off the microwave. How do you melt? You don't grill the deep fried thing. That They do the burger and then they must slap that on top. I anyway. see a picture of it right now yeah. on the link that you put in there. Mm-hmm. It's a disc. It looks pretty good. 
Yeah, on- I mean, come on, my hockey puck thing is pretty accurate. Like, totally. Yeah. Uh, somebody in the newsroom had one of these. You know, I try out all my radio material early in the morning in the television newsroom. And um, our executive producer, uh, Richard, had this over, okay. the, uh, over the weekend or whatever. What do you think? He, it's, he, says it's, he said it's really good and really horrible all at the same time. Oh, one of those. <laughs> it's kind of gr- heavy on the grease factor. Right. It's uh, like whenever I would have a mushroom and Swiss burger and feel so guilty because yes. it's like a... It's like for some reason, expa- I don't know, it's just a bl- block in your <laughs> yeah. stomach. It's you know? a gut bomb. It's a gut bomb. <laughs> it's a gut bomb. It's yeah. a gut bomb. So anyway, so if, they, if, you, if you're considering it, give it a try. You might have a little regret after, and but it feels good going down. Oh, my think, gosh. Please. Yes. Live tweet the experience for us. Please tag us. My talk. All right. Uh, two more to get to. How about, you know, Eggo waffles, like the... The breakfast food of choice for many, many, countless children, I'm sure. Um, so the Ego, Kellogg's makes Ego waffers, waffers, waffles. Lego my Ego. Boy, I'm really rocking this today. And um, Kellogg's partnering with a distillery to create a boozy eggnog, an Ego waffle inspired cream liqueur for grownups to sip during the holiday season. Oh. This sounds good to me, actually. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so eggnog is kind of polarizing. Let's just. Let's... What do you think? Eggnog? Yeah. Uh, oh, I love even it. with rum in it. Bleh. I can't. I can't do it. It's too I much. I love to. Um, in, back in the day when yeah. I used to drink this as a kid, eggnog, half eggnog, half milk, like oh, skim you gotta... milk, and so it's totally. <laughs> it's you know, it's not so thick. Anything you got to water down. Uh, in order to get it down to me is like well, my a no-go. mom. This is why it came to be that way. Is because we would go through it so quickly that my mom made us put half milk in there Gosh. because we would drink it like in a day. Mm. Well, maybe you'd maybe you'd like this. It is it, this is described as a decadent rum-based liqueur with cinnamon. It's liqueur, I love that word. Rum-based liqueur with cinnamon and nutmeg flavors. Okay, sipping. It's called sipping cream. That I, that I, it actually I would try does that. sound good. I would try it, that. It makes sense and it goes together. Now here's the thing that no one's gonna want: fruitcake flavored Mountain Dew. Oh <laughs> no, 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 Fruit no! Fruitcake no. flavored Mountain Dew spotted on store shelves for the holidays. Um, it's called this. Might, is it April Fool's Day? It's called Mountain Dew Fruit Quake. That's so stupid. Give me a break. Um, <laughs> there were rumors about this over the summer. YouTubers got their hands on it early. It's a real deal. Uh, if you see this, buy it. Please try it and like tell us about it. Call in. Uh, we want it, you to do all the work. Have Mountain you noticed? Dew fruit. I know. Well, because <laughs> well, we are the ones doing literally all the work right now. <laughs> no offense uh, yeah. to the hosts. Uh, it's called Mountain Dew Fruit Quake. It should roll out nationwide by November. So watch for it in a store coming to you. I'm going to bring some to Christmas dinner. I think we. I think that would be awesome. Yeah. Coming up next, uh, we're gonna. You have some stuff to tell us about uh, Dessert Week. You little TV experience. Oh yes, Great British Bake Off Dessert Mm-mm-mm. Week was this week. I'll tell you all about it. All right, my talk one zero seven one. Welcome back, everybody. It's the Donna and Steve experience here on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. Um, I am Donna nor Steve. Uh, I am Maddie B from TV. Yeah. Belanger from 5 Eyewitness News with Don McClain. Um, pushing all the buttons and making this fantastic um, show happen. So thank you, oh, Don, for everything you're doing. It's totally fine. Yeah, it's mission control. It. I know, I know. Uh, and I, you know what? Real quick, I know we got uh, we went some more food news we were going to yeah, talk about yeah. here because we're throwing the format out the window. So whatever. Um, 
I decided just now that uh, I need to give myself more grace because I was so bummed out because, you know, it's a Monday and somebody tweeted at me going, it's okay, it's a Monday and you're filling in and the computer didn't work. And, you know, I run right up here after the TV and I have exactly, what, like two minutes to get yeah. settled in and you try to log in. You have time to go to the bathroom. I know. And then the computer's like, PC, load letter, and then it won't let me get my email. And that first segment was not... Up to par in my oh, book. Oh, please. <laughs> but I wanted, I just decided, you know what? The My Talk family is so loving and forgiving that hopefully they um, forgive me for. Are you kidding? <laughs> they love watching chaos. Not no, no train it's, like wrecks. A, it's like a dumpster fire. It's fine. So, but anyway, so we're, I feel like I have my feet under me now. I actually now have a cup of coffee. So, oh, really? I feel so Must good. Must be nice. Anyway, uh, you have some more food news we're going to talk about here. And um, boy, you watched. I love the Great British Bake Off series. Yes. And it's out in the tent, right? Like out in the, it's like in the hills of England or something. Yeah, isn't it? yeah. yeah. They, you know why they do that is that um, traditionally, bake-offs and things like that where people would submit their pie recipes and be judged hmm. that always happens in um in a tent at county fairs so that's why they do this show to yeah. honor that tradition i mean it's and so because people have asked like why, why why do they do this in a tent the weather can change and completely you know uh screw up recipes you know you're Things don't rise properly because of the temperature. All mm-hmm. kinds of things can happen with the weather. So. And it, but it's a really fancy tent. Like, they've got it some is. great kitchen stuff in there. But anyway, you watched the dessert week? Is this? I did, yes. What do you think? Yep. Um, so, the week before was Mexican week, and I kind of wish they would have just <laughs> skipped that. Not be, Just because it was very weird, uh-huh. the things that they made. And oh. it's just like, you guys don't know Mexican food. <laughs> Basically, that's what I determined. Like, You're British people removed. don't know. Yeah. So, anyway. Um, so, dessert week. There were some moments that were very, very tense. They, um, the first challenge was a steamed pudding, which pudding is just the name that they call all desserts. I love pudding. that. I'm making a pudding. Yeah, we're having our pudding. So it was basically a steamed pudding, which is, we don't really do this here, but they like to do desserts that they have like little compote cups and then they will put the batter in and they're they're tall ones. So think of like a a little, yeah, sort of basically they create little cakes and they will put like a layer of you know, something gooey on the bottom mm. and then they layer it up and then they cover up those little cups and then they put it in a water bath, mm. either on the stove or in the oven. It's like a lot of work. It is. And I, you know, it does create, I hate the M word moist, but it makes everything moist. But the danger is, is that you don't know if it is fully cooked until it's too late. Yeah, You have to, you know, gingerly... Get those cakes up. Now it's like a pineapple upside down cake. So because they remove it and then they tip it over. Oh, it's, they dump it upside down and yes. it comes out looking all fancy and yes. layered and everything. But. So it'll be like the size of like a small water glass. Oh. But if the cake batter inside or if the, you know, if it d- did not cook all the way, if your water isn't hot enough, it's all just going to go. <laughs> yeah, like a big a <laughs> and collapse. explosion of nothing pretty. Right? Oh. And that did happen to one of the contestants. Um, And she's been struggling, so it was hard to see. It was also very nerve-wracking. I don't like the guy judge. Which one, Noel or 
No, the, the older dude. The, oh, the, oh, the judge. The, the oh, judge Paul guy. Hollywood? with the, yeah, that, yeah, no, I don't know. I like Prude. Is it Prude? Prudy? Prude. <laughs> Prude. Prude. Whatever. Prude. She's so cool. She's funny, and she has like 75 different colored glasses. And yes. she's always dressed bright and fun. Oh. Um, but the... The other guy, the Paul Hollywood, Paul Hollywood, whatever. He's like the bad cop. He's the Simon Cowell of Great British Bake Off. Mm-hmm. I feel like, and right. he's he's always like, yes, but your sponge is problematic. You know, like you it's know, always an issue. <laughs> to to give him a little respect, he is. Um, his dad was a baker, so oh. he had a bakery, and he grew up baking every different kind of bread you could ever think of, or anything. You know, baked goods. So he so knows his sponge. Send, yeah, he knows all of this, especially bread from the f- since he was a little kid. So yeah. when it is bread week, oh, it's his week. People, the pressure. Oh, if that's already happened. We've got it out of the way. So um, yeah, so that was probably the most nerve wracking thing. There was another moment. Oh, the second the uh, the challenge that they. They reveal the second challenge where it's like this is the not the signature challenge, but the technical challenge where they don't know what they're making. They have a cover over everything. And then they say, say, you have three hours go. They lift it up. And um, this time there were two lines to the directions. Oh, it's usually like four pages. It says Mm -hmm. make a make a crust, make a lemon meringue pie done that's it and they're like what oh no so if you didn't know how to do that you're screwed well and it te- i mean that's what it's about it's about do you know how to make a good crust do you have that technical skill mastered of and you know, what kind of crust because it has to be a blind bake which means that you make a crust i don't know what that means well you make a crust and normally it would puff up but you put weights in it in the bottom of it and you pre-cook it oh okay and then you can remove the tin yeah. From the outside, and it just stands on its own. Is that someone's pre cooked? Someone's already done all of that for me when I buy the thing in the freezer <laughs> at yeah. the store. Is that right? Yeah. Well, kind of, but uh, <laughs> it's but not no. as good. It's definitely but, not as good. Yeah, and I've I've gone through that. Like I did a bunch of baking classes with the Great British Bake Off stars. There's a company that does this, and you can do an online class. Oh, cool! And so you're together with like 12 people from around the world, and you're taking this class, and so it's an hour and a half. They give you the instructions, you buy everything in advance, and you're ready to go. And so you do it in real time with them. Wow. And they'll come to you and talk to you, and they're like, Dawn from Minneapolis, what are you doing? How is your pastry? Show us your pastry. Oh, my, there are flames shooting out of my oven. <laughs> yeah. I was kind of a disaster always, and people, yeah. you know, would, uh, I, I was a frequent flyer you know to these classes and so they got to know you that's I'm cool like, is the is the caramel supposed to be bubbling and at this point and they're like no <laughs> i'm like i have to make it over i'm yeah. also performing because i like to give people drama yes i like people from you know uh sweden to go oh my god <laughs> that girl that lady that in she's minneapolis a, she's a disaster yeah. and then i would make it again and then turn out a good product yeah so you surprise them at the end i i always liked i did watch one season of this or whatever but um there was a contestant named peter yes yeah that i really he was incredibly talented and and i think he like won i think he won yeah he did he did right and i was i watched that season so it's not new or anything but he was my favorite i was like oh gosh he's amazing what he does is there a reason why you don't watch it now i don't know there's so many other things going on i I just you know yeah i don't know it's always a good time though i think don't you 
I mean, I just really enjoy it. Yeah, and and in the winter we have more time because it gets darker earlier, and it's more there's more TV time. I feel like in the yeah. winter months for us. So eh. yeah, yeah. Um, can you regale us with your fondue experience? Because <gasps> because I had my melting yes. pot thing happen. Uh, we told folks about last week, but uh, and it wasn't it was fine. Yeah, it wasn't exactly like the wonderful anniversary dinner that we were expecting (laughs) slightly dated but you had you had a fondue experience you wanted to share i did so when we were in switzerland they it's famous for fondue it's like one of their signature dishes and you have to have it when you go there okay uh so the whole five days we were there i kept saying like every meal like when are we gonna go do the fondue (laughs) and mc is like uh oh well we'll do it tomorrow we'll do it tomorrow and it kept going on and on and then it was like our last day and there was one experience where we were just meandering too much and i got you know whenever you travel with your significant other uh-huh. there are times i even said before we left we're not fighting i'm like no fights no fights <laughs> no fights and then i'm always the one who ends up getting upset about <laughs> things i will admit that and he's like are you mad are you upset why so anyway we finally on the last day we were in Bern, Switzerland, and we went to a restaurant that specialized in fondue. I had a lovely fondue pot of my own, and um, it was great because they served a bunch of vegetables and meat that mm. you can dip in, like little gherkins, little pickles, Ooh. which is actually really was good it with cheese? melted cheese. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was cheese. It yeah, was, cheese, okay. a cheese, you know, fondue pot with things to dip. Mm-hmm. You know, I skipped on the bread. Um, but this, these other people, I mean, you're there, just eat it. (laughs) That's my mentality. I I took a picture of the, I have to find it on my phone. I'll put it on my Twitter page, Dawn at Dark, but they had like a shared, they had a huge block of cheese that was as big as my head and there was a warmer (laughs) on it and they just had to wait until it started dripping. And we were like looking over, we kept seeing if the drip was going to happen, but then they started to shave it off like big melted pieces of cheese. But to get there was a long journey, and oh. I was like, "Is it dripping yet? Is it dripping?" Yeah, you're like, like "Come on, MC, we're hungry." He could see better, but it was just bizarre. They didn't even know what to do with it. That is weird. A little so, bit. I'll was try there to a find chocolate one? I mean, you were in Switzerland. Oh, I yeah, probably somewhere, but we didn't we didn't oh, do you, that. You you just did the cheese. I just did the cheese, you know. Yeah. So it sounds um, like they know what they're doing. But then I walked up a mountain, so it all works itself out. Yeah, it's better than the my burner that kept becoming unplugged, and then our cheese would recongeal, <laughs> and then we would <laughs> plug it back in. And even though there were plenty of other tables, yeah, whatever. So <laughs> Anyway. Oh, this is fun hanging out with you today, Don. Yes. Um, listen, I, I want to tell you about the Twin Cities Film Fest real quick, because My Talk 1071 is a proud sponsor, media partner of Twin Cities Film Fest. And um, yeah, Miss Shannon and I on Friday were talking about this. Uh, you know, it's going to be a great time featuring 140 films in person and online from the 20th. So it starts this week to the 29th. Um, this year's Code Red series will focus on climate change and the small actions we can all take together to make a big impact. If you would like more details, Go to TwinCitiesFilmFest.org. When we come back here on My Talk 1071, uh, everything entertainment, let's talk about something I watched last night. And you got, just indulge me, folks. It's spooky season. Don, yes. this is up your this is up your alley. I can't wait. But this one's, it's called My Best Friend's Exorcism. <laughs> <laughs> it's on Amazon Prime. Oh We've got God. the trailer, honey. We'll play it all for oh. you coming up next right here at My Talk. Donna Valentine. Steve Patterson, the Donna and Steve experience, where talk is fun. My Talk 1071. Every
everything entertainment. the Donna and Steve experience, everybody. I'm Matt Belanger from Five Eyewitness News, affectionately known as Maddie B from TV here on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. So glad you're spending a little time with us today. Uh, Don McClain helping to drive this spaceship today. Yeah. Can I navigate like that you the say stars. It's a spaceship and not a bus. It's not a bus. We've upgraded. It's, yeah. We are zooming through the atmosphere. You've got a lot of buttons over there. You might be able to launch something. I mean, I'm yeah. not sure. I I do. I, I launch I, things. I know. We got another during every show hour plus. <laughs> so you never know what's going to happen. So uh, <laughs> thanks for hanging out with us here today. Um, Donna's out uh, unexpectedly, but just for today. For today, she should be back tomorrow. Steve is on his. Steve has gone you know, west, Steve's young gone. man. Steve is just gone, yeah. and he'll be back, you know, eventually. So, <laughs> whatever, and I'll be there. Uh, in the meantime, trying to hold things together. And uh, one of the ways that I so diligently prepare for my time here on the radio yes. is I watch a lot of television and movies. And um, we, we on a whim, we watched Kyle and I, my partner Kyle and I, watched something called, <laughs> he picked it. And, oh, you know, he, he picked Melting Pot, too, by the way. So. Oh, I love this He's guy. on a roll. <laughs> this is on um, Prime, Amazon Prime <laughs> Video. It is called None Other Than My Best Friend's Exorcism. <laughs> I just can't even get past it. Um, you want, I guess maybe yeah. we could do the trailer first. But, uh, yeah, yeah it's, it, it's spooky season, so why not? So here's a little clip. Okay, great. This weird little building where that girl was sacrificed in a satanic ritual. Let's go in. Come on, Abs. Yeah, go One in. Adventure. Oh Lord. <laughs> I love the throwback, huh? Yeah. It's very eighties. It's that eighties. Happy. Gretchen. Gretchen and Abby. Gretchen and Abby. Where were you? Where were you? Uh oh, she doesn't seem right anymore. She gets sick physically, she got a little grotesque and gnarly. Uh-oh. So she got better, right? She looks copacetic, but up here, you can cuckoo for Cocoa Pops. Uh, I guess that's one way to put it. Dollars of donuts, it's demonic possession. <laughs> okay. She needs an oh it's, I, This is one of those movies where I think you're going to want to watch this. this. Yes. This is so... Well, you might watch it and think it's good. I mean, there will be people who will watch this and be like, "Oh, yeah, that's funny. I like it was good." I thought it was so bad oh. that it becomes good in its badness. Is it trying to be bad? I don't know if it's like you know, like a B movie, right? Like, yeah, yeah. No, I, that's uh, my favorite kind of acting to do. Uh, is bad acting? That's no, I'm not funny. sure it was, and that's okay. the that's the part where I'm like, oh. mm, I can't tell. Um, I think it is going for campy. Clearly, it's going for campy. So. The premise of this is that these two longtime friends, yes, Abby and Gretchen, <laughs> uh, you know, they, they respectively, Gre- Gretchen is rich and lives in the big house, and you know, Abby's not, but they're like friends, and um, they go to a Catholic school, and uh, and they 
decide to go to the lake house for the weekend and uh, and somehow they i won't spoil i'll try to keep it boiled down to the just what you need to know here so you can watch it and <laughs> fill in all the colorful details but basically they end up wandering through the woods and they stumble upon this creepy house and then they go let's go in and they, i mean that's the part where i'm screaming at the tv like no well, <laughs> Don't. that's what that's part of horror writing is that you have your characters do things dumb i mean there are tropes that are just like mm-hmm. specific for horror writing look at the creepy house with the purple light you coming have out of to the windows. separate your characters just to frustrate the audience mm-hmm. i was frustrated to the point where i yelled at the tv and i was like shh trying to watch this i think he liked it like then thought it was of good he did of course he did he, he did probably did. had a secret fondue pot next we are to different him. maybe it's because we're so far <laughs> apart in age <laughs> anyway um he had a secret fondue party is that what you just said <laughs> just a pot next to him by the and when you were yelling he would like just dip a little uh, bit maybe of, tomorrow like, i'll tell bread. you why that's funnier than you even know <laughs> okay and we'll go tune in tomorrow folks <laughs> In the meantime, uh, so they go into this creepy house, and yes, Gretchen basically becomes um, possessed by a demon. Um, and there are all kinds of crazy things ensue, including um, these muscle weightlifter, muscle, muscly guys. I saw that. And they're like at the mall, and they're like, they're weightlifters, but they're religious, and so they're like, da- they like oh, dance around with perfect. a giant crucifix. They're called the Lemon Brothers, oh. and then one of them offers to do an exorcism, and it's just interesting. That sounds fantastic. <laughs> I'm actually really well. I can't this week. I'm way too busy with um, you know editing <laughs> video and audio for our presentation at the Lexington, yeah. but I will be watching this next. I week. knew that you'd be here with me today at least, so uh, um, oh, I, yes. I was like, oh, I can't wait to talk about this because this will be up Don's alley. Donna would be over there rolling her <laughs> eyes, going like, Wah! you know. But um, I think I think it's a it's worth a watch, and it's it's not gruesome by any means. There is. Okay, I'm gonna just I'm gonna just bring it down just here. Say so. It doesn't matter. It's like it's gonna mo- ruin the plot. No, it's, I'm not even ruining the plot. The thing that grossed me out to the point where I had to look away because you know people are like, oh, I don't do slasher films, so I don't do a lot of blood or guts or anything like that. Yeah. Oh, there is this one scene when like a giant tapeworm flies out. Is uh, oh my god, this like tapeworm comes out of this girl's mouth. Ew. But, right, and then because it's like a demon like possessed her uh-huh, and put the tape, sure, sure. but then the dog grabs it and runs away with it, and it's <laughs> it's funny. It's actually like gross Very slash campy, funny. Yeah, but this um, when these girls become possessed by these demons in this movie, they like they they, um, they look sickly, but they have like things all around their mouth. Yeah, like the makeup is that. really like intense, and it, not that they're like foaming at the mouth or anything, but it just it kind of made me like uncomfortable to look at. Like some like, of the stage yeah. makeup is like, but it looked like they had a sunburn on their lips or some kind of her, yeah, like it a just herpes was situation. a herpes situation. <laughs> I said that last night. Yes, I was yelling at the TV. He goes, oh, it makes me crawl. I just creepy was crawling. he la- was he laughing? Was we laughed. Laughing we at we it? definitely okay. laughed. However, there are some moments that are like are scary. I mean, sure. it's not totally like um totally funny scary movie. I don't yeah. even know what the genre would be, but you know, where it's like just make fun of it the whole way. I th- which leads me to believe I think they thought this was going to be like taken straight and like this is our scary movie, <laughs> but oh. there are so many things in there that make you laugh. You kind of, you kind of are led to believe that they had so, to know. Yeah, know. they had to know. Mm-hmm. They did it on purpose. The tapeworm thing is gross. Brace yourself for that. Um, yeah, it's so. Yeah, Donna would not like this because no, she hates being scared, and I force her to go to scary movies sometimes. <laughs> so yeah, 
Oh, my goodness gracious. So give it a try. It's on Amazon Prime, my best friend's exorcism. I thought it was a joke because I was like, what are we going to watch tonight? And he goes, my best friend's exorcism. So do you guys go back and forth? Which No, I've surrendered the remote a long time ago. We have so many shows that we are that are waiting for us to watch that there isn't any like, let's just browse. I know. And one of my biggest pet peeves is when we are like after we're watch have watched something or before he's just browsing titles and he can do that for a long time. That's what Kyle does. And then uh, they an will watch trailers and then it just goes on and on. Mm-hmm. And you're like, I'm irritated. I want to just watch something already. Like, let's, yeah. I don't care what it is. Just pick something. So I've given up and and <laughs> and, and, and it, I, I just surrendered. And I actually, in our house, we talk about something. I'm like, okay, so you go downstairs and start scrolling now because I'm going to go take the trash out oh. and do this. And then so by the time I get downstairs, you'll get your scroll fix. And then we're going to pick something. I really like we actively touched talk on about a, that. I touched on a nerve. I'm glad I asked the question. <laughs> oh, it is totally, it is totally a thing, and we now account for it. And um, somehow, so you give him time to mm-hmm, do to mm-hmm, scroll so mm-hmm. that he can get his fix. And he's probably having a secret cheese fondue down there too, <laughs> or something with the dogs. We should have support animals in here today for us. I we mean, talked about this. I really <laughs> want to hold one of your corgis, and you said which one I could hold. You can have Fisher. He barks a lot. And you can. He's 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 the grumpy old man. And I. Oh. oh and we're all keeping. Um, Donna's at the vet today. That's why yeah, she's that's not why here. She's we're not keeping. Here. We're keeping. She's taking care of Buddy today. We're sending them some good vibes, and hopefully uh, everything's going to end up okay. Um, but yeah, we got a whole another hour coming your way here of the Donna and Steve experience, including um, you're talking about Bravo. Con. That'll be good, yes. right? Yes. Yep. And uh, what else we got? Oh, and speaking of, somebody at BravoCon had an embarrassing moment, wardrobe malfunction of sorts. We'll mm. have that coming up. My Talk 107.1.